Today on the newscast, Israel carries out airstrikes against Iranian targets near Damascus yet again. Plus, is the Iranian nuclear crisis reaching its endgame? Get all the breaking details next. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We want to get into the breaking news. Israeli airstrikes against Iranian targets overnight near the Syrian capital of Damascus. Plus, some very troubling and eye-opening comments by the UN's nuclear chief, Rafael Grossi, about Iran's nuclear weapons program. Yes, I said nuclear weapons program, folks. This is not a program geared towards peaceful civilian purposes. The mullahs in Tehran are driving for the bomb. And if Grossi's comments are any indication, the end game may be rapidly approaching in that regard. We're going to break it all down today on Friday. But before we get into it, I just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchman News channel right here on YouTube and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. Hey, it's hard to believe, but we are fast approaching half a million subscribers here on the channel, and we can't thank all of you, our loyal viewers, our subscribers, our watchmen and women on the wall, for joining us here every single day, Monday through Friday, and sometimes on the weekend, depending on what kind of news breaks. Breaking news, as I mentioned at the top, Israel, reportedly, according, according to Syrian state media, of course, Israel does not comment. That's their MO when it comes to these kinds of incidents. But Israeli airstrikes reportedly originating from Israel's Golan Heights along the Syrian border and striking several targets near the Syrian capital of Damascus. Now, the Golan is only about, I think, 45, 50 miles from Damascus. It's, it's pretty fascinating. I've been on the Golan, of course, many times, and you're standing there, and you say, wow, Damascus is really a stone's throw. Uh, so the Golan, not too far from the Syrian capital, but what was targeted? Number one, apparently some Syrian military sites may have been targeted, but folks, those military sites are housing Iranian advanced weapons parts. More on that in a minute. The other site, of course, as we speak into that, is not surprisingly, an Iranian weapons depot was also reportedly targeted in these strikes. Now, three Syrian soldiers were reportedly killed and seven more wounded. Again, these are, this is according to reports coming out of Syria and out of the region. Israel, as always, has been tight-lipped. A few things here to unpack. Number one, you say, well, if this was targeting Iranian sites... How were Syrian government soldiers, soldiers of Bashar al-Assad, how were they killed and wounded? Well, it's real simple, folks. Iran is working hand-in-glove with the Assad regime in Syria, and the Assad regime houses Iranian weapons and weapons parts. And naturally, if that's the case, there will be Syrian soldiers uh, around those sites. So that's number one. Secondly, this is reportedly the 17th. Israeli strike in Syria this year. That's actually a kind of a, a lesser clip, I would say, than past years where, look, over the past several years, Israel has carried out hundreds of airstrikes and surface-to-surface -surface missile strikes against various targets inside Syria. But more and more, it seems, those targets are targeting the Damascus area, which brings me to the third point. Hey, last month we reported here in the newscast 
Israel, basically Israeli strikes shut down Damascus International Airport for about a week. And Israel said, look, we are targeting advanced Iranian weapons shipments. Why has Damascus been such a focus of the Israel Defense Forces? Again, that is the place. That's the spot where flights are coming, sometimes civilian flights from Tehran. They're landing at Damascus International Airport. Then those planes are offloaded with advanced weapons parts that are then shipped to Hezbollah in southern Lebanon. That has been the entire process. Israel is trying to cripple those advanced weapon shipments. They're trying to cut off the flow of advanced weapons parts from Iran through Damascus into the hands of Hezbollah. It's real simple. This is not brain surgery. Israel is protecting its people, protecting its land, because if Hezbollah gets its hands on those game-changing weapon systems, I'm speaking in particular about precision-guided missiles, PGMs for short, that will not be pleasant. And that is a red line for Israel, and that's why you see Israel carrying out these strikes, which brings me to the last point here, kind of a dual point. Uh, The first part would be Russia. Russia has not commented yet on this latest round of Israeli airstrikes, which again happened early this morning, Friday, July 22nd. But Russia has been very vocal in recent months about Israel's activities in Syria. And we have seen repeated condemnations from Russia's foreign ministry, Maria Zakharova, that Russian foreign ministry spokeswoman, has repeatedly and strongly condemned Israel every time it acts against Iran and Hezbollah inside Syria. No big surprise there. Iran and Hezbollah are Russia's loyal allies. Russian forces in Syria are side-by-side aligned with the forces of the Iranian regime and its terror proxy, Hezbollah. And hey, this week, we reported here on the newscast, Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, was in Tehran meeting with Iranian President Ibrahim Raisi, the supreme leader of Iran, Ayatollah Khamenei, and of course, Turkish President Recep Erdogan was also there for a trilateral meeting between Russia, Turkey, and Iran. Can you say Gog Magog, Ezekiel 38, 39? And when it comes to Damascus, can you say Isaiah 17? Not yet, but you see more and more action around the city of Damascus, one of the world's oldest, if not the oldest, inhabited city in the world Isaiah 17 says that a day is coming where that will not be the case, to say the least. So again, we see the prophetic chess pieces moving on the board. Will Russia issue any condemnation about this latest Israeli airstrike? We shall see. If they do, we will bring you the update because tensions have been escalating rapidly between Russia and Israel, really ever since the Ukraine invasion in February. But even before that, Russia was getting impatient and testy about Israel striking, again, Russia's allies in Syria under the noses of Russian soldiers in that country. So will Russia respond? We shall see. Another thing to keep an eye on here as we wrap up in terms of Russia-Israel tensions, Russia now is attempting to shut down the Jewish agency inside Russia. Now, long story short, that is an organization that helps assist Jewish immigration to the state of Israel Well, Russia is now trying to shut that organization down inside Russia. Folks, this is a big deal. We're keeping an eye on that as well. It's another indicator, again, of those increasing tensions between Russia and Israel, which I believe are a 
prophetic indicator. Speaking of which, as we wrap up, Iran, I mentioned at the top, Rafael Grossi, the head of the UN's atomic energy watchdog, the IAEA, said today that Iran has made, quote, enormous gains in its nuclear program since 2015, when ironically enough, or perhaps not ironically, that's when that Iran nuclear deal was signed. Well, they've made enormous gains, according to the main man on nuclear issues at the UN. Not only that, he said, look, we don't have visibility. Uh, We don't know what they're doing, essentially. And thirdly, he said, the Iranian nuclear program, and I quote, is galloping along. Folks, that's not good on any level. This is someone who would be inclined to absolutely appease Iran. We're talking UN here and diplomacy at the forefront, of course. A guy who, Rafael Grossi, who I'd imagine does not want to see any sort of military action over Iran's nuclear program. Nonetheless, he's saying it's in the final stages here. He's not the only one. Obviously, reported here in the newscast last week that a top advisor to Iran's Supreme Leader, Ayatollah Khamenei, said, hey, we're capable We have the capability to develop a nuclear bomb if we so choose. We just haven't decided yet. I believe they made the decision well over a decade ago, folks, two decades ago, to go nuclear. The die has been cast. Iran wants the bomb, and all of the nuclear negotiations and deals are just delaying the inevitable and kicking the can down the road, whether it's 22 or 2032, Iran's litmus does not, cha- does not change their endgame. They want the bomb. They are hell-bent on acquiring nuclear weapons. And I believe today, all that stands between Iran and the bomb, the world's deadliest weapons, is Israel. The Israel Defense Forces, to be more exact. And I believe a day is coming where Israel will be forced to act against Iran's nuclear facilities. Unless something dramatic happens in the meantime, perhaps... Uh, Some kind of sabotage would would cripple Iran's nuclear program, but it seems increasingly likely that Israel will be forced to act. We don't have a timetable on that, of course, but the IDF has been working diligently in putting an attack plan together. They've been conducting major drills, simulating an attack against Iran's nuclear facilities. Fasten your seatbelts. I don't know that an Iran nuclear deal, a, a new version, will eventually come to fruition. Hey, the West wants it badly. Joe Biden, uh, Britain, France, Germany, they want that new Iran nuclear deal. They want to appease the Iranian regime, but Iran has played hardball, and it's not clear that a deal will actually happen. Again, fasten your seatbelt, but also look up and be encouraged. You might say, are you nuts? Be encouraged. The world is falling apart. I know, but God still sits on the throne, and he is in control. If he is in your life, if he's in your heart, if the Holy Spirit dwells inside of you, you will be just fine because you will have discernment. You will know the signs. You will know the times. You'll be like a modern day son or daughter of Issachar who knows the signs and knows the times. So take heart, be encouraged, stay in prayer, have a great weekend. Until next time, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.